What's up? This is Cody. This is Mark. And this is Mike from Hinder, and you're listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Go Blues! Yay, yay! Welcome back to the Blues Hockey Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, along with Chris. What it do? And Ashley. Howdy, guys. All right, we're back. And you know, we're not in a cave this week, apparently. No, we've escaped. <laughs> Jesus. God. I want to go back in the cave. Fun with new technology. <laughs> Jesus. God, I felt like an idiot. So anyway, so everything sounds good now, at least on our end. So if it doesn't sound good now, well, sorry. It's iTunes fault. Just yeah. email us and tell us what tards we sound like if yes. you don't like it. Yeah, so... Uh, a lot of stuff kind of ha- I think a lot of stuff happened at least for the Blues last uh, week or so, week and a half, two weeks since we kind of recorded. Yeah, I would and, say. Yeah, so we got a lot of stuff. We got uh, Blues news and games to go over. Uh, then we got our segment this week. We're going to do This Week in Blues History, which is my favorite game of all time. Sweet. So that came out this week, which is 16 years ago, which I thought is kind of amazing that it was that long ago. But, and then we'll wrap everything up. All so right. anything else going on? I got my Winter Classic tickets yesterday. That's all. They look nice. Yeah, they're cool. I'm glad that they're actually commemorative-looking tickets and not just like the little, little ch- Ticketmaster stupid thing. Yeah, I like the designs on them. I wonder if that's because I'm a season ticket holder because I noticed my, all like that. My, tic- my ticket tickets, like my 12 game plan tickets, yeah. look different than other people's. Mm, that's Yeah, but I think they're all like that from what I've seen, different people taking pictures. So It's the biggest Winter Classic ticket I've had. Is it? Well, now I'm nosy, and I'm going to go online and like compare people's tickets. <laughs> I've got, I've still got my ticket from the one at Wrigley, and that was cool because it was like um, the shield for Winter Classic was cut out at the top. Okay, so it was like a, a straight okay. edge, yeah, yeah, jagged or whatever. Um, my ticket for the one in Heinz Field was similar to this one, um, but I don't remember it being like an oversized ticket. Whereas both. Uh, the tickets for the alumni game and the game on the second are pretty large tickets. Yeah. So what's I, funny is if you look at the price breakdown. Yeah, yeah. My ticket for the Winter Classic, one hundred twenty four dollars. Wow. My ticket for the alumni game, thirty six dollars. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I'm going to. I think this week. I think I finally have people lined up to go to the alumni game that are actually committed. I'll tell you right now. This cheap is only like thirty five bucks right now. On I'm the, looking uh, forward to the alumni game more than the actual game itself. Yeah, I just want to get in this we actually see it. The other day. Yeah, I really am. Game. Like I'm, and obviously, like I have a man crush on Wayne Gretzky, and I I'm <laughs> excited because I never got to see him play in person as a blue because I was away at college. Um, so it'll be cool to get to see him, but I'm just kind of excited to see all the guys skate that I got to see skate when I was a kid. I'm more yeah. excited for that game than the winter class. Yeah, I as think well. uh, I really am. I think that's, I that seems like the general consensus overall. I'm going to be seeing a lot, a of, lot of hockey that weekend because I've got tickets to the game on the 30th too. Oh, wow, so you got 30th. I've got the 30th, the 31st and the second. Uh, I want to go to all of them. You going to Kid Rock? No. <laughs> I just had to throw it out there. Sorry. <laughs> Nothing against Kid you're like, Rock. Wait, you're like, wait. Nothing yeah. against Kid Rock. I've seen him many times, and he puts on a hell of a show. And I, if you are a supporter of the armed forces, that's your dude. That's your boy. Because the way he prices stuff for military people, I think, is fantastic. But I can think of about a million things I'd rather do on New Year's than see Kid Rock. Correct. Like, you would probably want to go see Guns N' Roses, right? Wouldn't that just be a perfect Well. <laughs> it's not like they're coming to town or anything, right? I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say it's happening at this point. You were yeah. so excited. Yeah, I saw the uh, the placard. That's, yeah, they well, I woke up this night. morning and Richard Fortas tweeted it out. So I think that's a pretty good sign that the band's coming. Uh, who's sorry, you uh, He's me. the guitarist in the band not named Slash. Okay, gotcha. Thank you. Sorry, I had to fill me in on that stuff. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, um, I wonder if there's an actual. There has to be because when I went to, when we went to Pittsburgh and I was a guest of the NHL, there was an actual NHL party that night. Yeah, and sticks played. That's cool because what? sticks was playing in between periods. It was the weirdest thing in the world. If you had told twenty or I guess at the time like thirty five year old me 
that I would be spending a New Year's Eve 2012, I think it was, okay, in, right. in Pittsburgh, uh, standing next to Mario Lemieux and watching uh, Sticks, Sticks play, uh, play Renegade as it hit midnight. I would have said, you, sir, are high. Right. But I'm yet, throw up on you. That happened. To me. That's amazing. Yeah. But that indeed happened. People always say that they think my life is interesting, and then I'm like, I want to go like where he goes. <laughs> I, I looked into a, something cool. I had friends of mine in a band who got um, chosen to play in between periods of the classic. That's so cool. Which will be interesting to see who plays the St. Louis classic. You got to think the urge. That's what there's I was usually thinking. There's usually two fairly large national acts of the time. Yeah. And then one band with some ties to the city. So it's either Urge and Greek Fire going to fight it out. Or Story story of the Year. year. They're all fighting it out. My gut says the Urge. That's been my guess, too. Yeah, same. I would put my Um, money on that. And I wonder who the two current bands are going to mm, be. They usually wait the last couple, usually like a week before these throws out there. Don't, I don't like 21 Pilots. Please don't be 21 Pilots. <laughs> Everybody loves them, and I don't like them. Yeah, yeah, I, don't get it. I don't get it either. Same it's, love those guys. I understand the appeal, but it, is, it has passed me. I know. Really. I don't get it. Yeah, so we'll circle back around, and there we go. It won't be Metallica. I can tell you that. Bring me the Deftones. There's a, yeah, they may. You never know. Like Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any, try any like current like rock alternative that's like... Super high charting, but also not. I don't know. It'd be cool if Green Day did it. Yeah, I mean they've got a new record. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Depends. I'm listening to the new Childish Gambino record. It's very different, and I don't know what to think about it right now. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. If you guys are looking to make babies, put that thing on. Oh yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's it's a lot of a soul funk. Really? Yeah. It's what? He, so he, he went yeah. a completely different direction. Yeah, he went in a different direction. I've gotten through like five songs, and, and it's very a lot of singing. And like you know, different tones. So it's different. Like he's done by he's making love to your ear holes. Yeah. Can I, can I bridge the gap of music back to St. Louis so we can start hockey? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I, um, I would like to thank everyone who listens uh, here in St. Louis because I'm assuming most of you who listen to the show probably listen to rock music as well. Um, thank you very much for making Highly, Suspe- Highly Suspect's new record a top 10 debut in St. Louis cool. and the number one alternative number one. album in the country. Number one. Number one rock song in the country, yeah. but for sales, uh, the number one alternative record in the country this week. Yeah, because it seems like it, it just came out recently, but it seems oh, like that song's Friday. been around a while. The song has been why. around for a while. That's just weird. Because you're like, oh, the album came out. I'm like, oh, really? Wow. Because yeah. that, that song like came out and the... the um, Second single is really good, too. Yeah. So, anyway. Thank you guys very much. That means a lot. So, going back to uh, Blues stuff, Blues news this week, the All-Star vote is open. Yeah. So, I saw the new kind of thing that people, Blues fans, are pushing this year. I miss when they used to pass out ballots in the seats. Yeah, and you yeah. punch the holes and put them in the thing on like the way the out. giant Scantron. Yep. Yeah. So, they have a All-Star vote. So, they have four, like, pre-selected Blues to put on there. Okay. And that would be Tarasenko, Steen, Petrangelo, and... Uh, Bo Meester. Really? No yeah. deuces. No deuces and no Allen, which I thought was kind of interesting. So I think that... They used the- to have every goalie. It's like every, it used to have like at least one or two forwards, two defensemen. But I guess with the three-on-three format, they can't do really do that anymore. I was going to say, I think the way they've done this, it kind of it really... Paints them into a corner. Sort yeah, of, it, yeah, it's weird on how they're going to do that. Um, so I saw also, it was either ESPN or NHL.com. Did their predictions? Yeah, it was NHL, and they so. only had one player from the Blues making the All Star team. It was Tarasenko, I believe. Correct. I saw that, mm-hmm. and they had Dubnik and uh, Rene as the goalies. Yes, which I thought was interesting. Dubnik has lowest goals against right now, so it makes sense. But um, still not a believer. Definitely. Correct. Yeah. But let's see. What am I looking at? Oh, so they have the write-in vote. So they kind of have a John Scott rule this year. Uh huh. You want to go over the John Scott rule? So the John Scott rule is pretty basic. So not basic, but just if you are in the AHL between a certain time period, like any time from December 1st until the All-Star game, you are not eligible. Correct. And so Ty Ratty, sorry. Sorry, Ty Ratty. Well, that was a conditioning, but no, conditioning stints do not count. It actually says that. In oh. Process. So technically, Ty Ratty, you have a shot. Bag <laughs> just pay RV. I'm sorry. So you're out. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. And so you can they can write in whoever. So the person that like I saw Blues fans and actually 
somebody put on, I believe it was the NHL NBC uh-huh. article said, "Hey, Ryan, Ryan Reeves, yep. you're eligible." Like it was, they just put it on there like randomly. So it kind of caught on, and like, a lot of Blues fans are tweeting like, "Ryan Reeves." I, Ryan I Reeves. think Ryan I was Reeves. the first one that did that because I was just like, "Send Reeves, send Reeves." Yeah, I read that there article. Are so many deserving Blues players. So that, so that's like, is there the new one? Mad respect to Ryan Reeves. I love Ryan Reeves, bruh. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. <laughs> there are so many people on this team who, who who legitimately should be in the All Star discussion. Kevin Shattenkirk should be in the All Star discussion. He's number one, number one or two in goal scoring for yep. uh, defenseman right now. So I mean, Jake Allen, to be honest, should be. Yeah, he's had at he's least had in the season. discussion. Yeah, for at least he's in a top like for the Central. He's the top three goalies for sure right now. And I can't believe I'm even saying this. David Perron. It's played really <laughs> yeah. well. So it's been interesting. You can write in David Perron if you want then too. So yeah. you can write in votes. So Blues fans can write in whoever they can. Already a one-time Blues All-Star David Perron. Yes, correct. Or was he on that? Or was it just a rookie? Was that the he year was the, they did the rookie? The rookie year. He was the rookie one. Yep. They had that weird kind of like, hey, you're a rookie. And they invited like rookies and they just yep. did like the skills First and second years mm-hmm. dudes. Yeah, they had that for a while. So the other uh, thing that's coming up along the Winter Classic lines is uh, the Road to Winter Classic like series. Yeah, I'm excited. It used to be on HBO. Yeah. Um, now it moved to Epix, Epix, which is basically kind of like the DirecTV channel, right? It's, is, um, that, is that only DirecTV? Is no, because I, I have it and I have cable. Okay, so um, it's oh, that's the, it's the Mark Cuban one, right? Correct. Yeah, it, it's just a splinter off of one of the other five thousand premium movie channels. <laughs> yeah, so it's because uh, so the the playoff one was on Showtime. Correct. So they had a like, uh, what was it like, a handful episodes of that on there? Maybe. Yeah, they did the conference finals and Stanley Cup finals. Yeah. So it was about five weeks worth of shows. Yeah. So, so that starts on December seventeenth. I'm a, excited. So, and that's a if you don't have like cable or whatever, it does come on streaming because I watched last year's like on YouTube. Yeah, it, and is, it was like um, Epic's YouTube. It wasn't like somebody put it on there. So it's a very well done show. Yeah. Um. If you if you're a fan of sports biographies and documentaries, it's fun. Obviously, we're gonna have a vested interest because it's the Blues, mm-hmm. but it's one of those shows where every year when the Winter Classic comes around, I watch just because Same. it's really cool. Like they pull the curtain back and you see everything. The behind the scenes um, stuff is just so awesome. It is not for children with young ears. <laughs> Bruce Boudreaux. Bruce Boudreaux, <laughs> I'm looking at you. He, he dropped like, I think they counted in the one episode, he cut, the F-bomb was like 28 times. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> like a half hour show. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it was during last year's Showtime series, uh, Road to the Stanley Cup, that I kind of gained a newfound respect for Hitchcock because mm. they showed, it was either, I forget what game it was after, because they the first episode kind of showed how each team of the final four got to the conference finals. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if it was after a game in the Chicago series or Dallas series or if it was after game one against San Jose. Um, but it shows uh, Hitch walk into the locker room and just tear into the team. Yeah. And like no holds barred and no words spared basically calling everybody out for being a lazy bunch of MFers. And I was like, this is great. Now I want to go back the, and watch this it. Is, this, I think this is what this city's fan base needed to see of Hitch. Like, yeah, he's a tough coach, but he was holding people accountable. And that was great. Like, for me, that's when I went, okay, I get Hitch. I get what he's doing. Yeah. So, Ashley, have you watched that before? Yes, and I love it. Yeah, now so. I want to go back and watch the, like you said, where they... It's the first followed. episode. Yeah, I, I need to go back and rewatch that because I, now I want to see that. But no, every single year that they do the the Winter Classic stuff, like I always want to yeah. watch it. I, who was it? Um, the one, uh, Pens and the Caps? No? That, that was one of them. That was, that was the that first was year Boudreau. they did it. That was okay. Bruce Boudreau. Who did, that was his year. Why? That, okay. <laughs> then that's yeah, he, like, was caps, he was the Caps coach. So yes, yeah. I remember watching that. And just, oh, man, I was crying. Was yeah, great. that was pretty good. So... Uh, that will be coming on, so we'll look forward to that. Uh, so a couple of Blues milestones, uh, well, one milestone and one return. So Paul Stasny had 700 NHL games this week against Tampa Bay. That's crazy. So that's kind of crazy, considering he just turned 30, like, two recently. 31 recently, yep. excuse me. Yeah, so, only a year old. One more year with the note? Yes, he has next year at 7 mil. And what happens after that? He'll come back, I think. I think at 7 mil? No. I think he'll get less. I think he'll get good money easily. He'll get five or six. But not seven. Yeah. 
you got seven because that was your prime years. Now you're, you're sort of beginning your decline, so you probably get five-ish. Hey, your Latera gets 4.7. He gets to ride the bench, which we'll get into that. Well, not even the bench. No. <laughs> yes, correct. Whoops. Serving press, popcorn. Press box. So, uh, also, uh, Alexander Steen came back with Yay. supposedly concussion, never really revealed. And nobody's never said it. It was never this return for upper body injury everywhere I read sure. it. Sure. So, I'm assuming concussion. We haven't really said because he had that one hit on. Who was that? I forget. It's been so long now. Yeah, who hit him in the corner when he wasn't looking. Yeah. And then Robbie Fabry tried to fight the guy. Yes, that's right. Uh that's gonna bug me. Somebody, uh, pick me, pick me. somebody, pick me up on that one. Yeah, and then literally uh, fighting. Let's see. Uh, Joel Edmondson is close, not ready. He might be as Hitch said for selection tonight, which is uh, the twelve three. They're playing Winnipeg tonight, so that he might be in tonight. So we'll see. Speaking of tonight, who is not playing for sure? That's Yuri Laterra. Yeah, you and I don't really see eye to eye on this. I mean, I get your point of view, and mm-hmm. I get why people are at the end of their rope with him. And I get why he's a healthy scratch, I guess. But I don't know. I, I could probably find two or three more people that I would have put in the box before him. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's you're looking at a bunch of people who are right now. Uh, Living not, on the edge. Yeah, like I would say you're looking at three guys who could easily have been one of the three. Uh, Yaskin, Berglund, and Laterra. Because that third line has been a black hole mm-hmm. of, for production for a while now. Yeah, it has been. So, Bergwijn had that goal earlier this week, you know, but well, I mean, outside of that, two, right? Latera had two, you know, so maybe the production's picking up a little bit, but for a while there, it was just like you're relying on t- hopefully Tarasenko or somebody on the top line scores. Do you think this is more an indictment on Latera, or do you think this is, hey, we got to get Jakob off in some games? Who can, who's most like his game that we can sit? I think it's more Latera than Yakupov. Okay. I think. I mean, just I I've seen he's just been struggling. I always say it's Laterra just based on his playing time going down. Um, from what I have for the last seven games, handy dandy doing notes and stuff. <laughs> t- total ice time for the last uh, seven games: fourteen thirty-two, fourteen eighty. I'm sorry, four eighty. That's a <laughs> fourteen thirty, fourteen thirty-eight. Uh, twelve minutes and twelve seconds. And then basically 11 minutes and some odd seconds the rest of the way. Oh, wow. And he barely got 11 minutes. 11 minutes and four seconds last game. And you figure your average shift is a minute, so he's losing about three shifts a game. So but so I did some research, and let me click on this little handy-dandy thing right here. Ryan Reeves had 14 minutes of ice time. That fourth so line's great. That's what I mean. So the fourth line is outperforming the third line, so I'm not saying it's all on the Terra. No. Not even close, because I think Yaskin – I think they've tried to put Perron down there, and Perron tried his best to boost them up, but he was playing so well they had to move him up. Yep. And then they kind of dropped guys down, so they kind of put Fabry there for a little bit, and then he started playing well, so they moved him in. So your top two lines are pretty much set right now. And right. And with Steen returning, that line looked really good of Tarasenko, Fabry, looked and, really and Teres, good. you know, looked really good. So you're kind of stuck. So maybe it's just a spark thing. It's one game. You know, hopefully, you know, if they keep going, you know, the Blues are playing right now. Seven of eight they've won now. So, yep. Knock on wood, man. Now let's keep going. So, let's get into the games now. So, two games to go over. And uh, let's see. I had them right in front of my face. And there it is. The Dallas Stars come to town. And and they just played the night before. I really think they outplayed them for a lot of this game. Yep. And then it just... Jake Allen's been okay this week. He's been good enough. Yes, and that's that's my thing. What do you think? He's, I was going to say he's doing what he's supposed to back there. So yeah, he's it's good, like enough to skate by. Like he doesn't need to steal games right now. Like you know, in the past we're getting like one or two, one goal, maybe two at the best. I agree. Where we need him to like play on his head all the time, mm-hmm. you know. But lately he's been uh, been okay. Like the defense has been. Just it's not just him. By. I think the defense, like Bowmeister and Petrangelo, last game on the. Uh, Tampa game was not the best on not a couple shifts. So, and I'm usually a defender of those two, and I could even say. And I'm really critical against Bo Meester, so. So, there, so he was, it was a little rough in that game. So, let's get into the Dallas game. So, Poor fun Bobby. Oh, fun Bobby. So, the first period, Robbie Fabry gets a goal off a nice feed from, uh, believe it or not, Robert Bortuzzo on a rush All play. Right. Uh, Fabry gets his fifth of the year from Bortuzzo and Laterra at the 13 36 mark. 
So Blues lead one nothing, and I really think they outplayed them a lot of them this. This period, did you? What do you think, Ashley? Uh, Jason and I were watching the game together, which very rarely happens anymore. And um, I mean, we were pretty on the edge of our seat like the entire time. I think that they played well. So. Yeah, I thought they were doing really good. I thought that they played good. It gave me a lot of hope for the rest of the game. Yeah. So then we got another. Uh, we started the second period off pretty well. The power play is doing really well lately. So yes. Petrangelo gets a shot in from the point uh, from Berglund. Off man. <laughs> from Berglund and Pareko. <laughs> Uh, Breako, man, still hasn't got a goal. He's got 12 assists so far, so he's got that going for him. As long as he keeps feeding He's playing the puck, well. He's playing well on top sure. of it. Like, yeah. Defensively, he's playing he's, well. He's got his position going very yeah, well. And yeah. I mean, I, I'll settle with him getting assists all, all year. That, uh, points is like, points. Yeah, yeah, they had um, yeah, not help my fantasy team, though. But uh, <laughs> No? No. I said, we don't I'm, get I'm, points for assists? We do, but I mean, like, I'm waiting for solid defensive players. Yeah. I'm going to get points for that. that. Stop complaining. I know. I'm going to... And fourth, but whatever. Anyway, uh, so everything's going really well, and then all of a sudden, Jamie Oleski, Oleski, uh, Oleski decided he was Gretzky from the eighties, and then dekes around four, three guys, and goes between the legs on Jake Allen for his second year from Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan. I couldn't believe that when that happened. I looked at Jace, neither could anybody at, else. Yeah, I looked at Jace, and then I looked at the ice, and then I looked at Jace, and I'm like. What the hell just happened? Yeah, so the Blues. That stupid goal. Yeah, and so it winds up being a 16-21 mark to Blues. And the second period ahead, 2-1. to one. So an interesting stat, which I thought was uh, kind of from John Kelly. So 92% of the teams that are winning 2 to nothing go on to win the game in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Which I thought was a very interesting kind of fact. If they're leading at two to nothing at any point, any point in the, in the game, game, then they end up going on to win. Not it. like a two goal because lead, a two goal say because a two goal lead is widely considered the worst lead in hockey. Yeah, it, absolutely. So, of course, he says this at the beginning of the at the like during the intermission or something like that for the second period, and of course, only a minute forty seven in, Jamie Venn gets his seventh mm-hmm. of the year from a honka. I think that's how we say it. Why and you got to jinx us, man? <laughs> I thought it was just funny on the power play. <laughs> But uh, Blues come right back, not right back, but later in the period, David Perron just missed a shot right before it was on a power play. It was yeah. had a power play and had kind of, a, I think it was a one-timer, and Lettinen, or excuse me, Niemi was sliding, and he had the whole left uh, right side of the net, and he just missed the net. Just not by much, but he missed the net, and you could tell he was pissed. And one of my friends pointed out that apparently Tarasenko yelled at him from the bench. Like, didn't know what he said, but he said something to him, like, leaned across the bench and yelled something to him. Hmm. And it wasn't said it was – you couldn't tell if it was like, hey, you effed up, or like, hey, keep shooting or something like that in that manner, which I thought was interesting. That is slightly interesting. Go. I yeah. want to go back and try to find that. Yeah, so David Perron – See, I'm so nosy. I have to go back through our games and be like, wait, I missed that part, so now mm-hmm. I need to see There's it. little things. That's why I think at older age now I catch those a little bit more now, like yeah. a little – when the coach says something or just like when the players are talking or whatever, I kind of mm-hmm. catch those things more compared to when I uh, in the past when I didn't. But Dave Braun comes back on a nice uh, barely onside play here that David Perron gets his seventh of the year from Schwartz and Bomeister. It's at the 13-12 mark. And then once again, God damn it. And who said this? Was it, I don't know if it was you or if it was one of my text things with Mike. And it's like, hopefully they can hold on to this thing. At the end of the game. It was not me, because I was sitting there going, if they do this again, I'm going to kill somebody. And once again, <laughs> what happens with about a, in the last two minutes of the game, the Blues have blown, what, at least three leads mm-hmm. lately? Uh, two games two in recently. a row. Two games in a row, for sure. But at least in the last few weeks, it's been like three games. I know that they've blown a lead late. And super annoying. So yeah, it's the, well, um, and it's disheartening because every single person sitting, like as a fan, you're sitting here trying to be like, no, they're not going to do this again. They're no, not they going to do this again. Yeah. Like this isn't this isn't a trend. There's, there's two th- there's two things that I, the Blues have been when it's at the end of the game when a goalie's pulled one way or the other, they're going to get goal against or they'll never get the they'll never get the puck in the end to get a chance to score a goal. Correct. Mm-hmm. And get, and get every time. Goal. Here's how this works: the Blues can't clear the puck. If that happens. <laughs> Strap in, kids. We're going to overtime. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the other team is going to score. Yep. Yeah. So unfortunately, and if we pull a goalie, we're getting up to that goal. And that happened for Jamie Oleski, Oleski again. His third, his second of the game, his third of the season, second of the game from Honka and Ben at the nineteen ten mark. Uh, hit off, I believe Petro going towards the net. Sure. S- still, 
I'm not, you know, it's still like disheartening, as you said, Ashley. Yeah, like, it is know. disheartening because like you want to believe that your team does not have a trend of blowing leads like that. Yeah. And then when you realize like, oh, this is the third time you've done mm-hmm. this to me in the last week and a half, like I'm, I really want to kill you guys. I want to know what has happened more. We've given up a last minute goal or been called for too many men on the ice. Oh, six times as, as the uh, how many too many men on the ice we have right now. That we is lead just the NHL. stupid. <laughs> yeah which apparently which i think is uh funny that hitch was like oh, i'm not worried about it he's like three of those were like right at the bench and that's just the refs being like watching it a little extra too close there's only been a couple of times where we've had a bad change he's pretty much like, saying that the refs are being biased against us they're like, watching too i was closely. like dude you need to well and every time it's been too many men it's always been robbie fabry which then interestingly last Has game it. It's always been Robbie Fabry, which I thought was very odd. Has it always been him, or has it just always been him that served it? It's always been ser- no him who served it. Excuse me. Okay. okay. Uh, this time, who served it was Kevin Shattenkirk, which I thought was interesting. I didn't see who, the change because they didn't show any kind of replays, and I tried to watch it. They didn't really show the bench when it happened, so I really couldn't tell. So I don't know if it was like, "Hey, you effed up. Go sit in the bench," or "Hey, yeah. your defense has been kind of you know, a little a little crappy lately." Here's a wake up you, call. Here you go sit over go there. Sit. Yeah. So I don't know. So I thought it was interesting that all of a sudden it switches up. So, Interesting. But Vladimir Tarasenko comes through off a nice feed from the Ori Laterra, which yeah. downed the guy before, but, you know. Kind of good overtime. Yeah, good overtime. Yeah, good back and forth overtime. Went scary both ways. That being said, in the first minute of overtime, I wanted to jump through my TV and pummel the bejesus out of Jaden Schwartz. Yet again. <laughs> he just like shot wide again. Was it shot wide again? Or did he miss shot wide. Off? Yeah. Followed by Yori, followed by Yori Laterra passing the puck not once, but twice, not twice, but three <laughs> times when he had directly a to the Dallas Stars. Yeah, he is like setting them up in the slot though. That's the thing. Oh my god! It's not like he just passes oh. right to him. He's just like, here you go, buddy. Like there was one where I was like, I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> oh, I know it was it was a bit of rough a uh, rough overtime, but it came through. Tarasenko is his 10th of the year from Laterra and Shattenkirk at the 324 mark of the overtime, and the Blues go on to win this one 4-3. to three. So we still get the two points. You don't get the quote-unquote regulation, yeah. whatever, points out of it, but hey, at least you're You know, I'm happy something. that we didn't live tweet or record ourselves watching that game together. Oh, you would have loved because, the text messages. I'm just saying, like, the people that listen to this would be like, wow, they sound so nice on the podcast. <laughs> like, I think how can they say those words? In 30 seconds, the following three texts in order came from I'm going to read them real quick. You I'm going to stab Yori Laterra in the head. <laughs> F you, Yori Laterra. Why can't you pass to our own team? Yori Laterra's the man. That was a great pass. <laughs> that was. <laughs> that's how it went. It was great. How we were downing him. One time, I'll take. I'll take a picture. And then of that you're and like, I'm going to kiss his feet. <laughs> oh man, it was. It was. A, it was definitely like Yori Laterra hate. Then literally, Yori Laterra, best hockey player ever. <laughs> NHL All Star guys. Yeah, we're like Yori Laterra. Sign him to a lifetime contract. Best right. Oh ever. no, my face is crying. New captain. Uh, new captain. Oh. oh man, it was great. So the. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning come to town, and Ben Bishop did not get the start. He's been a, what they say, struggling. Yeah, man. You know what? And I was talking the other day with a friend of mine. I, I knew, and it was fairly public knowledge, that Tampa was going to start going another direction. Oh, yeah. I knew they weren't going to be able to resign Bishop to what Bishop was going to And they want. signed Vashlevsky to like a deal and stuff. Right. So. Um, but I wasn't aware that they had basically relegated Bishop to a backup role at recently, this point. Yeah, recently, yeah. Um, and I also, because I guess I just don't pay enough attention to the Eastern Conference, realized how shitty the Tampa Bay Lightning have become so quickly. Mm-hmm. Well, Stamkos is just like a completely different team, which I think is really odd. Uh, it shows you how one guy, but they have a lot of good players. That's why I don't get yeah. it. Like, it's just like, it's I don't not think like Stamkos, Stamkos should, like, and really, Scrubs. Yeah. Kucherov has had a good month, but yep. outside of that, like, they've You've been, still got their defense. Oh, Hedman, their you, defense. Ooh. Boy, oh boy. Ooh, man. Garbage. For sure. On the, <laughs> As evidenced by the first goal of the game here, Vladimir Tarasenko, just a minute, over a minute into the game, gets his 11th of the year from Pareko. Basically, the puck stays in their zone because they couldn't, they pulled the blues. They couldn't clear it. Jason Garrison just kind of says, eh, go ahead. Yep. Have, have, go in. He just basically 
lightly touches Tarasenko while he powers to the net and gets an easy goal off Ashleski. And I'm just like, wow. Uh, I was one of the guys who really wanted Jason Garrison when he was a free agent. I'm like, yeah, that's not that good. No, man. The team does bad. not look like a team that's been in the conference finals. And they played Chicago the night before and yeah. lost in, I believe, over t- overtime. They all look like they have been crying before the game. Mm. They don't look like a team with a lot of confidence. Seriously, I'm just saying. Like, They're hurting the last couple when of they, When they showed that team, like when the, you know, right before the game started and when, when they were out there, you know, pregame warm-up shit, they, they looked down in the dumps, man. Like I said, they all looked like they had been crying before yeah. the game started. Yeah, they were, uh, they were worn out. They were roughed up, yeah, for so, sure. So uh, later on in the period, on the power play, off a nice, uh, nice fake by Steen at the point. And feeds it onto the right side, well, technically the left side of the goalie, to Tarasenko, who one times it past uh, Vasilevsky for his 12th of the year, his second of the game from Steen and Shattenkirk on the power play at the 937 mark. So, and also to this point, they are like outplaying them really badly. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. To the yep. point where I kind of walk, where I kind of yes. like, go to my wife and I'm just like, hey, if you want to watch your dumb Dance Mom Ex- show, I'll, uh, I'll watch it on my phone. You yeah, know. because you're like th- at that point you're like this is a shooting out. Like, I was like, this is not like you'll be fine. Watch your dumb show. So, hella dumb. Oh, it's hella dumb. Yeah, I, know. I disagree. I watch it and Jace cannot freaking stand it. Oh, I didn't it say it. I just I like dumb. I like how the girls fight. I think it's funny. Uh, we'll talk. That's another discussion for another day. Well, be, that's our <laughs> other, that's our other podcast. Dance moms after the show. Dance moms after show podcast. After, yeah, after I, hours. That's what you, you and Christy should do one. You oh, guys okay. talk about uh, it. I got it. I you got guys, this. You guys should do it. And, okay, so we'll get back to this. Cedric Paquette gets his second of the year from Jonathan Druen and uh, Vermin. Vermin. Vermon. It's spelled like Vermin. Vermin. We'll say Vermin. <laughs> we'll, we'll, do Vermin. The, we'll do the Midwest accent. Vermin. Vermin. Uh, ten thirty nine mark. Uh, Blues couldn't clear it, and Paquette kind of gets a nice feed from Druin and just one times it from the slot, and it's right in there. You know, like okay, you know, let them have one. Well, that's fine. It's that's their hope goal. You know, then we'll be all right. Oh, the hope goal. And then later on, you thinking, okay, then Kevin Shacker, Shacker, Shabba, man, nice one. Slabalabadingo. Lady, there. It's like mid afternoon. So Kevin Shattenkirk, his fifth of the year from Alexander Steen and Robbie Fabry. It's at the 13-17 mark of the first, and that concludes. And I was on the power play once again because we had seven power plays at the end of those boys and girls. They'd love to take penalties, apparently. Man, in Tampa. oh, man. So, three to one. You know, I'm like, fantastic. This is going to be best game ever. First time they've scored three goals in a period this all season. year. Correct. Yeah. Thank you. you. Stole my thunder. So, but, uh, read my mind. So, once again, another power play that they got a penalty right as the pe- period expired, and the Blues start the uh, period on the second period on the power play. Kevin Shattenkirk. Uh, originally, I think it was take it back. The first goal was originally credited to Robbie Fabry, yep. but it wound up one that was changed in between periods. So Kevin Shattenkirk gets his second of the game, his sixth of the year, from Alexander Steen and Vladimir Tarasenko at the one forty four mark. And you're like, fantastic, looking good. Four to I one. I love us. Let's go Blues. And then uh, Tyler Johnson ruins it with his eighth of the year from Kucherov and Al- Andre Palat at the fourteen twenty five mark. Still, I think the Blues are doing playing very well here. Yeah. And I think everything looking good. You know, we're okay. And then Nikita Kucherov in the third period decides to get me my panties in a bunch at the one forty one mark. Gets his twelfth of the year from Hedman and Boyle at the. Uh, what's it? One forty-one power play goal. So four to three, and you're like, okay, for a game I thought we had in hand. Now what's we're going on? now we're at four to three. Yep. But was it after the fourth, that they made the change. It was after the fourth goal that. So this time Ben Bishop is in net, right? And not seen too many shots because the Blues kind of Badjuleski. Yeah, luckily did not start him that night. Randomly, don't know why, but I did not start him. Thank God. <laughs> so uh, luckily Vladimir Tarasenko gets his. Third career hat trick. Woo! On a booty-ass goal. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll take it. This 13th of the year, his third of the game from Fabry and Shattenkirk at the 8-11 mark. So Shattenkirk right now has two goals and two assists. Yeah. Nice game for him. Blues up 5-3. to 8-11 mark. You think, all right, just kind of cruise. We'll be all right. Nope. Nope. Not today. Cedric Paquette, if you heard this before, gets his third of the year from Juan and Vermin at the 11-56 mark. And the rest of the way, I mean, it was a little, uh, a little tenuous, especially the last last one point nine of the game, which uh, somehow turned uh, into two point two. So, 
there's winds up being a face off in the blue zone, and Paul Stassi does the very exact thing I would have done: just falls on the puck, grabs with his glove, and throws it back. But never lets go of a stick. Never lets go of a stick, which, by technicality of the rules, semi legal. Right. Depending on your interpretation of the rule. But they call them for two minutes for, for delay game. Yeah, delay game. Which and then my thing is there's one there's two point two on the clock. And when that hat when the puck drops, you're telling me the puck dropped, and by the time he got his hand down there and pulled it, and then you raised your hand for a penalty, only point three seconds are off the clock. Right. No, no, no. It's going the other way. Oh yeah, it went up because one point nine and then went to two point two. Right. So they got seconds back somehow. We went back in time, folks. So that's a that's a first for me of all the years I've been watching that you've added time yeah. after a penalty's been committed. So luckily, uh, I believe Laterra jumped in there. Was it Steen or Laterra? I don't remember. One of the two. Yeah. And it wound up like tying it up, and then nothing really happened. It went into the corner. Yeah, it went to the corner. Nothing happened. Blues win, uh, five to four. I guess and that was like mind you when this was going on. This is a good five to eight minutes. For this last two seconds, because yeah. like they went to the scorers thing, and well, then, the, the teams left the ice. Coop, yeah, because Hitch was gone. I love the meme. I think it was St. Louis Game Time uh, put on there. It's like Hitch because he looked. He came back. And, you know, he was a little upset. He was obviously pissed. He was like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "Somebody called Hitch back from the buffet, so he's pissed." Oh. <laughs> I know. I I thought it was funny, but I'm a fat guy, so I can say that. So, but uh, Blues win. Another successful week, I think. We'll just play the Winnipeg Jets tonight. Very successful Keep week. Keep it up, team. guys. So I think, uh, you know, be potential for a very good week. So I'll wrap that segment up here, and we'll come back with our This Week in Blues history. But no, we're we're back. We just had a very interesting conversation about what Chris is going to be doing tonight. So potentially doing tonight, not really. It's I know we're joking. Not nearly as scandalous as people think. Yeah, not as, as funny to us. Like, it's, but anyway, inside joke, funny. Yeah. So uh, this week in blues history, insert snazzy Theme music, music. Uh, and that's it. it. And there it is. Oh, we're done. So uh, I think it's my favorite game of all time. Yeah, I'm. I think so, just because it's one of those games where I remember watching it. So 16 and minus whatever I am now. So I wasn't high school. I was. Is gonna hurt. Senior in high school. Okay. I was. I was in high school. So too. 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I remember watching this. At, uh, I believe I was. Yeah, it's at my mom's house because I didn't have work and I was just like pissed because like the Blues are down by a lot and they're just playing like crap and I just want to do you know. I decided I don't to do. This game. I decided to do homework. I went. I, I remember so I mad. went up. I remember I went up to work to go talk to people. Just because so I was so bored. What year was this then? Two thousand, November twenty ninth, the year two thousand. Go back that far. I would have been still living in St. Louis. Yeah, I don't remember this game. It's one of those things where it's like. Well, you're wrong. I know. I, I don't. <laughs> you're wrong. I don't. I'm not well, saying wrong. it didn't happen. I'm just saying <laughs> it didn't happen. That didn't happen. <laughs> Well, he actually, just said, it, didn't like, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Be right back while I stab him in the face, yeah, guys. So, but uh, so <laughs> this the game that we're going to reference here is the infamous uh, Blues comeback game where they scored five goals in the last 15 minutes and 27, 27 seconds of a game against Toronto. And who, former Blue, Curtis Joseph in net for this game. Wow. Yeah. So down 5 nothing. So I uh, luckily I came across this when uh, – as a good reminder from our friend over at the STL Blues History, speaking of, remember that, on Monday is going to be the uh, public libraries opening their display. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Opens up Monday. So, any Blues fans wants to go down to the St. Louis Public Library, the 50 years of whatever, blood, sweat, tears, mediocrity, whatever the last Correct. word is. Whatever the last mediocrity. word is. <laughs> whatever the last word is. I can't remember. Snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Yeah. So, that's open, and it, they show some pictures on the Blues website. It looks cool, so I, I think I'm going to try to get I'm down I'm going to try to go check it out, I think. Yeah, it's supposed to be up through January, apparently. So I almost donated, not donated, but lent. The bag? Oh, I was going to lend the, my, my paper bag. Which we talked about last episode. And I was going to lend the uh, Blues jersey that never went into production. Yeah, We were going to cool. lend the um, Brian Elliott game-use goalie stick that he gave to uh, our kid. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That would been cool. So the game I'm referencing is when the Blues 
won in overtime, 6-5 to five against the Maple Leafs. So, just to rewind all the way back to the year 2000. Ha! Maple Leafs. Yeah, they were okay. <laughs> they were decent. Yeah, the Joseph. And I'm just going through some of the guys they had on their team. Uh, Matt Sundin was on their team. I was team. just going to say, was Matt Sundin still on the team? Ty Domi was on their team. Nick oh, Antro- Nick Antropov. Uh, Brian <laughs> McKay before he was cool. awful. Um, I'm going to go through anybody. Dmitry Yashkevich. Sure. There that guy. Go. I remember him. Because he, yeah, he, he was always on uh, the Nordiques when I had yeah. him. So, anyway. On 95, I think it was. NHL 95. Anyway. So, I was not going to go through every single Toronto goal. All I can say is it started with Pronger getting his fourth of the year from uh, Tyson Nash and Craig Conroy. It started wow. at the 451 mark. <laughs> so, and it goes from there. So, our boy, what, how would you say? Which one did you, did you say? Alexander Havanoff or did you call him Sasha Havanoff? Which one did you do? I always did Sasha. Did you? I was at Alexander. So, Alexander. Sasha. Sasha. Oh, man. I'm in the minority here. From Lubos Bartechko and uh, Dallas Drake. And that was a power play goal, so oh, that was... Dallas Drake. I'm going to also, just to let everybody know, I'm going to post, there is a, a uh, link out there that has literally just the last period. It has, like, all the Toronto goals, and it has, like, the full... And there's one the that has full a full last period. last period. Wow. So you can watch the whole comeback. So I'll post that on our Twitter. It's That'd at Blues cool. Hockey NHL. So I'll be putting that up as soon as we're done uh, And I'll recording. be putting all this fun stuff up on the Facebook. The Facebooks will be up later. So... Very cool. McKennis, with a, I remember this one, this is a rocket of a goal like he always oh, had. His fifth God, of the year I from Pronger him. and Hanzoos. Uh Then Michael Hanzoos gets his fifth of the year off like a uh, – because I watched this the other day just to remind myself. Yep. Uh, two-on-one play from uh, Demetra. Did you cry of happiness? No, really I just excited? reminded me of it. I was just like, yeah. I still got excited just even though, you know, like they're going to come back you and know it's coming. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's how you do it. <laughs> and then the scramble goal in front where – having all kind of like whacked at it. it was like really weird he's whacked at it went upper 90 like perfectly it like normal like knuckle puck and, he, yeah. and it hit like another guy stick at the same time and it went right in the right spot that's awesome so in the blues wound up tying it at the 1935 mark and ken wilson going nuts as always which is that's always a fun thing I to hear you know so i really wish they would do something this year with him i do too i really wish they'd like you know how they did uh for the cardinals they had like the jack buck like bob yeah. with that mm-hmm. i wish they did like a ken wilson one that like, would be great. like not to piss off John Kelly, like is do a he... Dan Kelly one then, and then do a do a Ken Wilson one because that's like the wheelhouse right now is fans like that age. Yeah, yeah. you know, Ken Wilson moved back to St. Louis, right? So that's what I heard. I don't know. Like, supposedly there's a Facebook page with him, but supposedly it's not him. It's not very well not used that much. I'm assuming it's not him. If you're I've faking to he... be him, you're really lame. All right. Yeah, I've heard that correct. Ken Wilson really likes Ken Wilson. Nah, it might be. I don't know, but uh. He did try out for the Minnesota Ken Wild Wilson job a couple us. years ago. Did he? Apparently, yeah. I remember reading about that. We need so. to get Ken Wilson on the show. That's, That's what a great I said. Idea. Ken Wilson, call us. Everybody yeah, let him Wilson. know that we Holla, want to talk to him. Holla at your boys. That would be amazing. That'd call be awesome. me. I'd just, yeah, if he could do like the intro for everything. Oh, man. Dude. Yeah. So I wonder how much you would charge us. I, like to, I got to take a solid 20. Whatever, you I guys. Pull, I, can, I, got I got this taken care of. I got to pull 20 bucks out of the budget. All right. I got this taken care of. Dude. There you go. I am so down for a Kid Wilson intro. Call me. Kid and also, uh, on uh, Toronto, uh, was uh, Igor Korolev was on Toronto at this time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, well, the Blues go to overtime, and Jokin Heck. Yeah, Jokin Oh, Heck. man. His fifth name. of the year, which is funny. Like, we had three guys get their fifth of the year. Four guys, you count. Uh, five, excuse me. Five guys get their fifth of the year during this game. Domi, Sundin, McKennis, Hanzus, and uh, Heck. Crazy. God, I miss McInnes so Demetra. much. And So Demetra had a game, and he had three assists in the last last ten minutes total. Wow. Ten, like twelve minutes total. So they were tired of losing. Yeah, I they guess, were man. not. And this into was the want to be in the president's trophy year too. Yeah, it so was. This is this is like I think that's maybe why it sticks out to me as yeah. that maybe I don't know, but I remember like being. You pissed. know what? That whole season to me, like I remember that we won the president's trophy in two thousand, but like. I don't really remember us going out in the first round to San Jose. Yeah, I don't. I think was that like I, your party year or something? No, I, you I, blacked out. I think, <laughs> I think I that because of how bad they did in the playoffs. Yeah, I have just wiped wiped that it, whole the season, the entire season, like just gone. Yeah, yeah. So she, uh, yeah, she. I'm looking at Ashley when I say that. But uh, howdy, partner. Yeah, how are you doing? <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's like my favorite game. So anybody off the top, you don't have to like dig hard, but you know, off I'm top so 100% easy. Go. 1993, first round of the, ga- of the uh, playoffs, mm-hmm. game four. Your boy? 
Your boy. Blues are the eighth seed taking on the number one Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, we had shut them out for games two and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and game four goes to overtime. Brett Hall takes out Belfort behind the net. Craig Jenny has the, hey, look what I got here. Throw it towards the net. Throws it in front of the goal, and it barely goes in. Yeah. It goes off of a scrambling Belfour's glove. Yeah, and, and, that. Yep. and Belfour loses his mind and just starts axe chopping the goal with a stick. And also Hands destroyed, down, destroyed, so destroyed two coffee makers, too. Yep. Hands down, my favorite game. And I was at the game. I know where I was. So that's 93. Yep. So let me do the math here. Sorry. Uh, I was 10. I was 7. So uh, I was a freshman. 11. In, no, I was a... 11, sorry. Uh, 93. I was a sophomore going into my junior year. So I was at like a bowling party. And I was like, kept like all of a sudden I saw people cheering at the bar. And I was like, literally like, okay, Jason, throw in. If you get like something, you got a prize. I like, heard the cheering. I just threw the ball and just ran fast as I could it's, to the bar to go watch the rest of the day. What had happened. It is the closest the that I have been to... As far as at a, at a Blues game, um, complete euphoria. Mm-hmm. As far as you would have thought, you had stars the Blues in your just eyes. won the cup. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody was hugging, and like it was it was one of those games where you like if someone down the road from you was going to the concession stand, you'd be like, "Hey, dude, here's ten bucks. Can you get me a coke and a pretzel?" Because mm-hmm. obviously, I couldn't drink, and they would do that and bring you your change, like. It's like one of those things where I think we just knew we were going to win going in. And even in overtime, I don't think anyone was even nervous. Yeah. And there were. You guys had a hockey high. There were four Blackhawk fans in front of us. Um, and, you know, and you, they were and probably. You right, right. Yeah, they, they're dead now. <laughs> I, they were probably in their <laughs> mid, late 20s, early yeah. 30s. And, and, you know, they're being shit talked by a bunch of teenage kids. Of course. Which is fun. Um, <laughs> so, like, we had fun with it. But after the game, like, dude, they were cool. Like they turned around, and they were like, "That's a hell of that was a hell of a series." Well, you can't deny games like that, yeah. though. You can't like. Yeah, well, that's a that's one that's going to go like in the when there's the rivalry, like when they showed the, they yeah. that thing on NBC where it's like Blues, whatever. That's like that's one of the on highlights. That's one yep. that goal is one of the highlights. Is I would on say there. that that was the that or the Saint or the Saint Patrick's Day Massacre mm. was probably the top mm-hmm. Blues Blackhawks game of all time. And then right after that, it's like, probably just got surpassed by last year's Game Seven. Yeah. So anyway, Ashley, what do you think yours is then? You know, I think I'd have to go home and research mine because I've I have so many that stick out. So yeah. and all of them have made me want to throw up because they've all made me so happy. Um, yeah, yeah, last year's Chicago game is right, is right that's, there, up there. Too. That's game like seven? right yeah, on. Yeah, that's right, right there. top. I, I was crying on the ground into my little jersey towel. Yeah, like, I've never, happened. I've never gone through so many emotions in a game as that game. Yes, like, like Dallas game was such like a blowout, and that as soon as we start scoring in that Dallas game seven game last year, I didn't. We were fine. I was in New York for that game. I was a nervous wreck. I was until the end you of the were first. losing your mind. Into the first, I was like, I'm cool. Yeah, we got there. Once I got through that, I'm like, we're cool. we had a big, a big uh, thunderstorm here, yeah. and we kind of lost it. So we had to turn. I was at a bar with some friends, and we turned I the radio that. on. We turned the radio on. They turned the radio on, and then that's how we got it because they lost feed throughout Jay- the whole bar. Jason, Jason, and I were at um, a bar called Crusoe's by our house. Well, by our old old house at the time, and um, I was texting one of my um, girlfriend. Well, she used to be my, uh, one of my girlfriends uh, from work, whatever. But um, she turned, she FaceTimed me and turned on the phone oh, and put wow. it on her TV so me and Jace could watch it. And then other people around us started like watching on my phone because they lost the feed at the bar. I, um, I was in New York City for meetings. And there is, at the time, there wasn't an official blues bar in New York. Like, you know how most cities around the country have bars dedicated to certain teams for yeah. the transients and all that. Um, but there was the St. Louis Cardinals bar that doubled as the Pittsburgh Penguins bar. Yeah. But I called them and I said, hey, man, the Penguins aren't playing tonight. And he goes, I know what you're going to ask me. Yes, we're showing the Blues game. And it was literally across the street from the Empire State Building. Like I could walk out the front door and pee on the Empire State Building. Um, But it was filled with Blues fans, and it was awesome. But, yeah, so that was a – and I think I'll have to check and I'll look at the name afterwards. I remember they showed one on the Blues Facebook. It was a New York bar. That's like the these this there bar bleeds blue or whatever. There is now a blues bar in New York. Okay, because really? yeah. it's not the place I went to. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because it's like the this place, place bleeds blue or whatever. Yeah. Like if you go in there, all the waiter, all the waitresses 
wear navy blue t-shirts with red numbers and letters and they all have number four on their back for yachty like it is the cardinals bar in new york city Hmm. and they just kind of adopted the blues during the playoffs last year yeah, so that's... But they're actually a Pittsburgh Penguins bar. Well, that's you guys cool. made a very wise choice. Yeah, so yeah, it's been an interesting... Uh, I remember Which that. Would have been inter- I, I always wondered, like, what would have happened it was Pittsburgh had worse. the Blues and yeah. Penguins gone Which to the was Cup a high Finals possibility, yeah. because they are... Like, they have a Penguins flag outside yeah, yeah. right next to the Cardinals flag, and they just kind of adopted, like, yeah, 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 we're a St. Louis baseball bar. You can be our bar, too. Yeah. What would have happened well, in the We'll finals? allow you guys to come in here. Yeah, what would have happened if we would have made it? Yeah, so that's uh, been interesting. But yeah, I remember that. That's the game where I think I've never gone through so many different emotions, mm-hmm. like highs and lows. Like, so high being up 2 nothing, and then so low, like, you being threw tied. Up, you cried. You were shaking. And then all the all the goals, all the, like, scrambles. And then when the, when uh, Seabrook hit the post, the double <gasps> post after. See, I just got the chills when you said that's that. The, that's, the, <gasps> that's the one where I just, like, ugh. Like I like I said, you were crying, you were mad, you, yeah. were, you so were happy. I, was, I also, so those are, but yet those are like the games that you also look back at the most that you'd like. That you I love would the say most the, too, the honorable mention game for me would be ninety eight, ninety seven, okay. uh, Blues game seven in Phoenix. Oh yeah, when they uh, Terjan's goal overtime yes. goal when they were down because three to one. I had written a paper in college that year about how St. Louis teams be it baseball or hockey, cannot win Game 7s. Because that was It was the year after the Gretzky-Red Wings game. Okay. It was the same year that the Cardinals blew blew the series against the Braves. And, like, I just went all the way through, like, back to 85 with the Cardinals. Yeah, ever since then. And I was like, here's all the Game 7s from 1985 to 1997. And they were all St. Louis losses. All of them. And not just, like blowouts but like dramatic losses yeah like we literally didn't show up or yeah. like just rip your heart out like the way so like the red wings way, yeah. eiserman scoring from the center line on us yeah so, and then you just look at it and you're like oh how? and like and i backed it up like i got an a on the paper because i was like st louis and the curse of game seven so when we went you, to game you seven, have, you that, have like newspaper clippings like, yeah, like everything because like, you I, had to back all that yep, stuff and up in your all papers. my research was stats and like That's literally, true. I hand that paper in, and three weeks later, the Blues are in a game seven. I was like, "We're effed." Yep. And then we went to overtime, and I'm like, I don't "Did even... you think you jinxed us? No, with writing that paper? No, because I like I knew we were going to lose. I yeah. knew we were." I going still remember to lose. when Terjan deflected that one, and I forgot. I think yeah. it was Havanov who shot that from the point, and Terjan deflected it, and he did him just jumping up and down. And yeah. Just, yeah, and I, and I remember like I was sitting in my dorm room in, in, in our living room because I had a suite. And I'm watching the TV and because it, it was a West Coast game. It was in Phoenix. Yeah. So so I think by the time overtime hit, it was like midnight for us. Yeah. Ish, yeah. And I had a 7 a.m. class and I'm like, I don't even know why I'm staying awake. Like, yeah. I, I was like, I know how this is going to end. And it was like five minutes of overtime and the Blues scored. And I think I was like in shock, silent for like two minutes. Like, <laughs> did we really screaming. just win? And then started doing like laps around the dorm. Yeah. So it was a good time. So that was this week in Blues history. So really memorable game. Some of our favorite games. So we'll be right back. We'll wrap things up. Time to wrap things up for this week. So let's get into the, so the games for next week. Blues have a jam packed schedule here Indeed. for the, for uh, December. So uh, they were recording is uh, Jan it's in January. Jesus, December third, uh, <laughs> and uh, they put Winnipeg tonight at home. And they come. They're still at home on the sixth, and they play the Montreal Canadiens, and then they go on the road. For Lost four. for the. Tenth straight time in San Jose, yeah, or something oh. like that. It's something some crazy. crazy. Yeah, I know. When I heard it, I was like, "Wait, where have I been for that?" Yeah, I know. So then they go on the road for four. They play the Islanders on the eighth, who suck. Uh, mm-hmm. The Devils on the ninth, who aren't great. Uh, Minnesota on the eleventh, decent, pretty decent. We, play, we had success against them though, and then Nashville, who's up and down right now. Yeah. Uh, then we're back home for three. So and that's uh, Jersey. What's that uh, Islanders game? The eighth. Damn. Yeah, I know. That's why we talked about that because you're going to be gone. When do you leave on the eleventh? Uh, midday. Oh, we might be there. It's five central for that game. Yeah, 
Ooh, that's the Devils game? Yeah. No, that's the Minnesota game. You're, they're literally just leaving. You're going to, and they're, ten, and they're heading back. Yeah. They're, or they're heading to Minnesota. So, just missed them. You guys can say hi to each other through the name, right. probably. Correct. So, we got those games this week. So, And then the most important thing is Winter Classic is coming up. So, we got some Never stuff. Never heard of it. Yeah. yeah so you're, not, you're not wearing the jersey right now, right? No. no. But we're uh, – so, I have some things semi – at least can, I think confirmed. So, looks like we're actually, we're going to tailgating. Yep. So, we're going to be tailgating in front of that – directly the parking lot that's in front of the Scott Trade. Because they're they are cool with tailgating. Mm-hmm. Cardinals, not a fan. In a lot of places, they like they've like said like specifically in big bold letters on the website, no tailgating. I know that the NHL is essentially turning Ballpark Village into and that place is going to be a madhouse fan zone. Yeah, so Which, I yeah, it's going to be nuts to butts. Yeah, so I figured we down the street a little bit, so enough away that people can still swing by. And is Scott Trade it- going to show the game? They've not. Nothing has been announced yet. They've so. got to. God, they would do so good if they did that. It'd be fun. That would like, be good. Just so. going to Ballpark Village for a normal regular season game, that place is packed. So yeah, imagine no. trying to be there for the Winter Classic and with all these people from Chicago coming down. I'll say it. Ballpark Village sucks. Yeah. That, I've only been there twice. So I I've always thought that they were terrible. I cannot stand We were there for place. the jersey reveal and one other thing. Yeah. It sucks. I've watched several games there. They've all been out of town games, and we've gotten like the little VIP booths or whatever. Right in front and it's or just, whatever. it's just, uh, I eh. tried to terrible. Get that. I tried to yeah. get that for a game, and they told me that you have to spend a minimum uh-huh. for eight people. The I think it was like, yeah, for eight people, we we're gonna have. Uh, they said a minimum of five hundred and twenty-five dollars, mm-hmm. and you said, not said, today. I said, thank you, sir, but I'll go get my little Caesar's pizza and watch it at home. Right. That's right. Because little C's, now I take it back. Little C's, I'm boycotting right now because after happened last time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, but so we're gonna be tailgating and we're gonna have some uh, events going on there. We're gonna be recording. Yep, live record there before Chris heads over to the game. Well, I was just gonna say, what time are you gonna? Get I will be there according to what I've been told by numerous people. I'm supposed to be there at seven o'clock in the morning. All right. Supposedly, seven to eight. I will tell in the my morning. friend to meet me there because if I tell her she's got to get up that early, she's going to go. You are high. Yeah. So supposedly that's what we're doing, and my friend works for AT and T. Maybe people want to take pictures with me. There you go. And there you go, yeah. Ashley, and nobody wants to take pictures with me. So yes. Yeah. Correct. So we are going to Ashley will both be there wearing jerseys and panties, and you can decide who wore it better. Yeah. Don't forget my signature thigh highs. Jeez. Word. It is going to be cold. I know. Yep. I got to so, wear the thigh highs, or else well, I'm so screwed. We're going to have. Um, if everything works out correctly, but it works for AT&T, and we're going to have the game on a big screen. That'll be awesome. So that's hopefully going to happen. Uh, so um, I'm going to have a little sauce toss down there, and we'll have some good times. So um, make some bets, Anybody people. wants to come down, hang out. It's gonna be, we're going to park directly across from Scott Trade in that Spread little that fenced parking lot. That's been the plan. Uh, they said they're going to have a lot open from when uh, my buddy called down there. So... That's what I'm planning on. So if things change, I will let people know, Should and we we'll tweet on out. Trying stuff. to do a little grilling. That's what I was. That's just the thing say. is, like we brought that up yet, so I don't know what they're no going to do. Flames. Yeah, so I don't know if they open flames or not. If not, I'm going to bring food down there anyway. All right. Yeah. So we'll figure that out. So I want everybody to come down, say hi to us. We're going to record an episode here. Uh, if you're interesting, maybe we'll talk to you. Yeah. Give us, <laughs> give us a shout and stuff. So we'll go from there. So that looks like a fun time. We should see how quickly and how expensive it would be to have some uh, stickers made up. Uh, in the process. Yeah. We should you. have a contest. Uh, we also have, which I need, need to, before you go with leave today, we got uh, need to uh, take a I will see if pictures. I can get uh, another show to uh, come down there and joint tailgate with us. Yeah, sounds good. Do you say we had to take pictures? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So, well, right. our friend Mike is uh, currently in the po- in the process of new podcast logo and other stuff. Nice, cool. So we're in the process. That's going to help out. So cool. He's working on that finally, since you know it takes him forever. But he's going to do it, and I'm appreciative of it. So if you want to get you. hold of us on you can the pee on my front lawn whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's coming up soon too. We got a it is. Bro, bro Olympics bro, is bro coming winter, up. Winter Winter Olympics are coming up very soon. Uh, so if you don't get a hold of us on the Twitters, it's uh, at Blues Hockey NHL at Hossapalooza at Ashley Ryan, and then on the Facebooks Blues Hockey Podcast, and uh, that is now officially out of my hands. That's in uh, that's Ashley's yep. baby now. 
Yep, it's my baby. So uh, whenever I get around to changing that up here. But, in 12 uh, years. We're going to get a lot sexier. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. So I want to, yeah, we're going to have a lot more. Like, I usually do a halfway decent job, I think, of on the Twitters of engaging with people. So Facebook, unfortunately, I just can't, I don't know why. I just always forget it. I remember to post shows, but after that, I forget to, like, do stuff. So Ashley's a lot better at Facebook than me. I've got you guys. So Ashley's going to be more engaging on there than I was, so I'm not so cold. And I want to talk to all of you, too. Yeah, so we need reals, to, We're going we're gonna to have some conversations. I'm going to go live during a couple of games when I'm at home and stuff by myself. So be prepared. Hot. I'll try to bleep myself out. Right. I can't Fine. promise anything, though. So, so if you can also you can email us, it's blueshockeypodcast at gmail.com. And the website is blueshockeypodcast.net. So two more things that I really want to bring up, and I really want people to do this, um, is rate us on iTunes. Yes, so that, is that is incredibly important. Yes, so that's come to my attention. That, and it means a lot to us. Yes, that's for visibility reasons. Yeah. Um, if you rate us, basically some little algorithm that they have at iTunes, basically more ratings you get, you wind up, Somehow yeah. getting on the front page or just noticed on their top, whatever you know. And There's a lot of competition now. Yeah, so yeah, I know Jamie Rivers. Season. Jamie Rivers just launched his. Rutherford launched his, but it's very sporadic. Yeah. So I'm well, not, uh, Rutherford is very to say busy. He's spread thin is an understatement. Yeah. So yeah. he's uh, so he's like there, but he also does like the one-on-one stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So he's so he's, he has one, but it has I haven't seen it. I haven't seen one or two episodes, so he yeah. hasn't been that much. Jimmy Rivers did theirs, and they got like a. They have, a, luckily, they have a, their contest going on, which we cannot compete with. Yeah, because we were going to do a contest, and then I saw that I'm like, ah, oh, hold off on ours. Yeah, because <laughs> there's like two tickets to Winter Classic, a dinner, a uh, lunch with them, and unfair uh, advantage, guys. Yeah, For real like, unfair, unfair advantage. advantage. If I got to <laughs> give away like a bachelor party or something, oh like, hey, come on, come on. If I got to do that, oh well, we'll talk about that then. We can give away. <laughs> hey, I tell you what. The strip club barbecue is the best barbecue, best barbecue it ever. It is. It is. Best barbecue I've ever had. You can get a barbecue hamburger. At 4 a.m. And a oh. uh, barbecue chicken breast sandwich. It's so good. I, I, I always had the barbecue hamburger. It's always good. It is so good. And no matter what time it is, you get it at midnight, you get it at 4 a.m. Every time I leave Pops, I'm like, I'll be right back. But the yep. catch is you have to come in and see me first. There you go. So. Yep. <laughs> so, so, we are, so rating us on iTunes, very important. So please go out there and do that. We're going to have a thing. If you go out and rate us on iTunes, you're going to be in a special drawing for stuff, something. And we've all got a lot of stuff, guys. Yeah, we're working so on we that. Have we have a, a lot, lot of, stuff, of stuff, which I'm looking around in our, my office right now is where we record. And it's just to my yep. left is arena seats just laying on the floor. I have pucks just stacked up random places. Signs everywhere. So, oh, yeah, I signs. Got, I, oh, I got this. I don't know if you guys saw I just the, got the done. blue schedule for this year. My sister was very gracious That's to drop awesome. that off. And I just got done. By gracious, I mean she didn't want it at the bar she worked at. And she's like, awesome. my brother was there. You have a new addition to your office coming hopefully in like a month. Yeah. So, Chris, I make my Christmas present. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. <laughs> Wu-Tang. Oh, so, my, my daughter would greatly appreciate it. <laughs> I read that. So, Side note, we'll make that real quick. The, we got our last note. So the reason is Chris gets this. We're both, obviously, like a lot of people, massive fans of the uh, Dave Chappelle show yep. when it was on. So he does this. He does this little, what, what was the original one he did it off of? They, he did a lot of The original one was uh, when Keeping It Real Goes Wrong. Yeah, that was, and then so he oh, yelled no. He yelled at his he boss. He his boss. Wu-Tang. So randomly, but even before Dave Chappelle was on SNL recently, I was I I did that and so I was I, I was like my daughter saw me and she's like what is that and I explained it I'm like it doesn't mean anything bad it's just like it's a it's a it's a I said music group that's why I told her right so she thinks it's hilarious so we, mind you daddy and daughter day we're going out and hanging out go so we had to go grocery shopping and I and randomly I told her the day before this to go up to Chris and yell Wu Tang because Chris would greatly appreciate it and laugh hysterically but she wouldn't do it and I said hey I'll give you We'll go to a toy store and I'll buy you something very cheaply. Right. Just because I was like, it'd be hilarious and I would get it on video. You know, so she's like, no, and she got all shy. Whatever. We're at we're at Schnooks in town and country. And she's walking and then she's like, Dad, watch this. And I was like, I thought she was going to like get a cookie or something, whatever she was doing. Yeah. This late, old like this woman is probably in her seventies. Oh no. And just walking and she's behind there and she goes, Wu Tang, <laughs> right behind oh her, my God. <laughs> right behind her, and then just runs back to me. Like, and we're in the aisle. The ladies just look at me, and I'm like, 
hey, sorry. What's up? That was mine. And then I'm like, <laughs> I look at him like, I am so proud of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I told Chris that story, and hence that's the reason for the sign. That's hilarious. So I appreciate that. Yeah. So we're going to be coming to you in the next couple of weeks. Normal, yep. normal schedule. Yep. Yeah. And then after that, with the Christmas and the Winter Classic, Winter Classic will be like a recording day. And it's going to be, we might split it up into two podcasts because yeah. we'll be doing a bunch that day. Yeah. So we might have a couple of weeks that are intermittent. People might even um, be hockeyed out at that point. Correct. And also, um, Bradley, who does the St. Louis game time, which is sold outside of the uh, Scott trade after before every game, which is, mind you, fantastic. And a lot of those guys are hilarious. Absolutely. So he uh, just hit me up randomly. He's like, when can I be on? I'm like, whenever you want. That's awesome. So Hell he's yeah. So he's going to come on. Uh, in the next coming weeks when we get our schedules kind of lined up. So we got that lined up. I'm going to talk to Dominic, our friend Dominic, who yep. runs uh, Lighthouse Hockey. Which is a fantastic Islanders blog for yeah. anyone who just wants to read really good, well-written hockey yeah, stuff. Yeah, to the point that where Dominic uh, got talked to by, at the time, Charles Wang, who owns Islanders, and said, you do such a good job, or Gar Snow, whoever it was at the time, or, uh, said, hey, why don't you come run our website? Yeah, since so he did such a really good job, and he was, you know, I, you know, obviously he would have to move to New York. He didn't want to, so he continues to do it, and it does a fantastic job. And they yeah. got, they got merch, and they got everything. They're like, they do all that stuff over there. So wait till you guys get a T-shirt with my face on it. Yeah, Truth. we're working. Like I said, I think we got the. That's why I need pictures. We're gonna work on stuff, so not those kind of pictures. But anyway, we'll, hey. leave, it, we'll leave it on those. I need those kind of pictures. <laughs> I'm the single one of all of them. Yeah, that's true. All right, we'll leave it on that, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Go rate us.